0: Load man, websites. Get your stuff together. I'm trying to show somebody the future from the 80s. Yeah, come on, websites. And, and it's just all like, poof. yeah, yeah,
1: right. We do. can send dick, dick rockets to the moon, but we can't. For some reason, we can't do this. People this...
0: sending dick rockets left and right. I remember just
1: left, left, right, and center.
0: Yeah, Kennedy was the first one. Is like. We must put a dick rocket on the moon.
1: See, this is cool, right? This is cool. Yeah, this this little guy. I would have loved this because this is an actual toy. It's something I could play around with.
0: No, exactly, but, and that was the thing. Like, no one was any the wiser until someone was like, "What are you playing with over there?" Uh, you know, John. I was like, eh, "It's my watch. I'm trying to tell time."
1: <laughs> I like. Uh, I like. I like the idea of Kennedy though talking about. And Dick transforming robot uh, watches uh, as, as like a pinnacle of uh, advancement.
0: We have sent people to the moon. Next, we will get transforming toy wristwatches. <laughs> every toy, every kid will have a toy wristwatch that will tell the time. <laughs>
1: He's like... We choose to do it because it was hard, not easy. We choose to go to the moon and build the transforming robot watch.
0: Yep. For the those, children. Will, those will be the two things we do that will bring us into the future. But the uh, most that... important thing will be the transforming wristwatches. Yep. All
1: right. Let's uh, um, <sighs> speech up.
0: Let's go, Pop Saga. You know we got to keep it hype all day and night like this. Pop saga. Showing up when we can. Shout out to the super fans, uh-huh. Pop you don't really want to miss Pop Saga, Stay lit. Pop saga. So if you ready, we ride and take it back to the 90s. From movies to the video games, just a couple of nerds. Keep it so entertaining. Hey, Pop Saga.
1: Hello friends and welcome to Pop Saga, the podcast in which two famished friends discuss pop culture ephemera, including food. That's right, today we're going to be talking about Panda Express's brand new menu item, the plant-based Beyond Orange Chicken. But save room for dessert, because we're also going to be talking about uh, our impressions of She-Hulk so far, and we're going to be fan casting the fantastic four that's right our promise fantastic four fan cast is coming at you this episode as well i am forrest and i am joined as always by john john are you up to chow down
0: i am up to get down to panda express chow town
1: that's right take me down to panda express city where the grass is green and the orange is chicky, <laughs> uh,
0: and the orange chicken is gritty. Uh, <laughs> chewy, chewy. Yeah, no. Yeah. That
1: uh, too yeah. much
0: like Suey. That's terrible. Anyway. Yeah. Well, yeah. there you go. Yeah. Yep.
1: But we have orange chicken in here, in right in front of us, and this is maybe mm. the least optimal way to consume Panda Express, wouldn't you say? Like the longer, even more so, I think, the Taco Bell. Oh, that's yeah that's not yeah. true.
0: No, they're so. no, they're both bad. Have you ever like you you can't really have cold panda because no. it, it, it doesn't it's not the same and uh, Taco Bell is about I think in the same like camp. You you if you Yeah optimally is like you're in the kitchen with them. Yeah they make and they're it just shoveling it in you sh- your mouth. <laughs> exactly. You're just eating it. You need it like molten hot. Because anything other than like hot, it it takes on a whole whole like new consistency.
1: Yeah, you know, uh, I totally agree. As uh, orange or like uh, Panda specifically and uh, Taco Bell have this problem. The rest of the fast foods keep a little bit better, but pretty much everyone is best right you know piping hot right out of the whatever sort of conveyor belt that they cook this on, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, and you know. Uh, but that's that's okay. We're, we'll we'll c- try to keep that in mind when we're tasting and, and judging this. And if you've been a long-time listener to the show, you know we've talked about food before, but this is the first time we're actually going to be you know diving in sort of live on air. I guess we'll have to chew- <laughs> cut out a lot of chewing sounds. I, but I, uh, I, I will you...
0: move the microphone away from me as I'm yes. trying to chew this, because I don't yeah, know if it's is... crunchy or soggy. I don't know what it is.
1: I'm guessing it's uh, by this point, it's been sitting long enough to where it's probably soggy is your best bet.
0: Oh, all right. Well, yeah. You uh, don't think the Beyond uh, faux chicken meat will uh, do something that will maybe uh, make it a little more resilient? A little I, more. You
1: know what? I like the I like your enthusiasm. I like your positivity. Uh, you know, just to be full, fully, you know, transparent and for full disclosure. I am a fan of fake meat., uh, I like Poor a lot shame. of different fake meats. I know. Listen, um, I classify myself as an omnivore, but I can't help the fact that I was raised, you know, on the vegan vegetarian side of the of the dietary spectrum. So I, uh, so I, I you know, I, I admit to have a a, a taste for these cultured, Vegetable proteins that uh, are trying so very hard with the various herbs and spices to try to taste like uh, real deal meat, um, but I confess to not being the biggest fan of Beyond's products. I'm a much oh, like, bigger fan of the. Impo- I mean, I'm much more in the Impossible camp.
0: Yeah, but has Impossible uh, traveled over to the chicken world? They have indeed. And just oh. the
1: other night, I, I buy so I don't really like chicken nuggets in their, in their you know actual chicken form. But Impossible makes a, a bag of way too overpriced, uh you know the meatless chicken nuggets that are just to die for. Uh, highly recommended. I think in a blind taste test, pr- people probably couldn't tell.
0: With like those, normal those people toys. or like even me, you think like if I blind, was blind taste tested we all know what type of gourmand I am.
1: It's true, but these are, you know, I think the thing that nuggets share in common with the plant-based meat alternatives is they're both like, yes, they're both horribly processed. And Mm. so I think that's a a situation in which the over-processed nature of of, uh, fake meat lends itself to that same sort of spongy texture you get in actual meat-based nuggets and it's funny because like plant-based meats are supposed to be quite good for you uh but on the other end we're being told all the time that processed foods are are the downfall of humanity so who who am i to believe
0: i don't know man i can't follow it no more like i try but uh i i i've, I've dipped my toe there was a uh, about a you know, I'm an omnivore, but, you know, I tend to like the basics, but I can eat whatever. Uh, but yeah. there was about a six-month period where I went straight vegan. Oh, very just, nice. You know, just to see what it was. And it's, you can cook some really, and I, you know, this this is going to sound like a backhanded compliment. and I don't mean it as such, but you can cook some real tasty vegan food. It just takes you some time because, I mean, I was <laughs> making, like, Everything from scratch versus even buying the, um, you know, like the boxed products, and yeah, well, yeah, you know, it was it was fun. It just took a lot of time. You know, it was like uh, doing some form of alchemy in my kitchen, then to infuse tofu with flavor.
1: <laughs> yeah, you mm-hmm. end up uh, in a situation where you're like, there's, because I did a similar thing, uh, maybe about a year ago, uh, maybe a year and change. I went, not totally vegan, but 100% vegetarian. And I'll tell you what, if you're looking to get sort of gaunt features, Mm. Mm. that's the way to go. Because it really, like, the sort of healthy fat, or maybe not so much healthy fat you have on your face is just immediately gone. And all Mm. of a sudden, your cheeks are sunken in, and people are saying, what's your secret? Are you okay? Do you need to go to the hospital? You know what, now in hindsight, maybe I was doing it wrong. (laughs)
0: So wait, wait. Can I look like the Sandman?
1: Oh, I don't know. Those cheekbones. I don't. I don't know if I can help one grow epic cheekbones. Like, well, uh,
0: I'm just hoping to slough off enough fat off of my face so the cheekbones I have are pronounced. They appear. Okay. Yes. Yes. Do you? But do you think I could be the Sandman?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Uh,
0: Sandman. Gonna am (laughs) going to eat vegetables, (laughs) do it wrong, and get sunken, (laughs) cheeks.
1: Yep, that's right. Your cheek hollows take on a whole new literal meaning.
0: Can I tell you that I appreciate the fact that you did Sandman in the styling of Spoonman? Um, (laughs) Yep. (laughs) I was more worried that, you know, you'd be like, hush, little baby, don't say a word. And never mind that corn cob you heard. <laughs> it's just the Satan under your bed, in your <laughs> closet, in
1: your kitchen. Yeah, yeah I can see it. why you're worried about that. One.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was really worried about it, but I was, I was like, finally, let's let's do some quality uh, quality parody right there. And Spoon me, and I, I appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> Oh, before I forget, I have to, uh, I'm going to pass on compliments from the wife to your Sandman impersonation. She's like, that's pretty good. (laughs) Oh, thank
1: you. (laughs) All you have to do is uh, have like Mm -hmm. a little uh, English accent and just sound like you are kind of annoyed and bored at the same time.
0: So just an English accent.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Oh, all right, I'll be here all night, ladies and gentlemen. Except
1: if that place is in Foggy Old London Town. John, can you tell me, is there anything that you're going to be... (coughs) Good God. Is there anything you're going to be pairing with your orange, your beyond orange chicken this evening?
0: Yes, um, so... um Unfortunately, I lied to the 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 loyal listeners to Pop Saga. I said I was going to go out to the store and buy new booze, and oh I did God. not. So instead, I went back to the uh, old speckled hen. Um, oh. Imported from England, it's my favorite trash beer because it's not trash. Oh my God!
1: It's spilling everywhere. Let's <laughs> get back on you. It's. You call it a trash beard, it's revenge. But I was complimenting it.
0: I was complimenting it. God damn it. Well, that well, keyboard's a
1: toast. Well, oh well. See you later, $250 keyboard.
0: Yeah, you're not lying. <laughs> I can't even type but like two words a minute. And it's here like this too fancy <laughs> keyboard. But anyway, old speckle old It's not for
1: typing. Well, that's fantastic. Good choice. Uh, I too am going to be being a Veracity brew. Mine is from Seattle's own Fremont Brewery, and it's called Sky Kraken, and the, uh, art on the can is a giant, uh, giant squid, colossal flying squid, and is attacking a zeppelin. It's just, uh, or I guess this might actually be a blip, judging by its lack of exterior engines. Uh, that are on the actual fuselage of the, the blimp part. But either way, it's a cloudy, hazy, pale ale.
0: Wait, wait uh, is, the, is the can't. Wait, is it a blimp tied to a kraken? Or no, a no, kraken the, the, tied uh, to a blimp? Or it's just a <laughs> blimp shaped crack? What is this?
1: Well, no, the kraken is flying through the air and it's attacking a blimp. Is uh laying siege to the blimp with its various spinning tentacles and I hesitate to call it a kraken because it is just a giant squid, and I feel like a kraken is like squid like but plused up.
0: Yeah, yeah, totally, totally.
1: Yeah. So I mean I guess it's flying, so that's your plus up, but here we go. Opening it away from the keyboard that's this time. Smart. Smart. Oh, it's still splashed on it somehow. <laughs> what is happening? Okay.
0: Damn you, Skycracken! Looking at me, spilling on my keyboard. (laughs) Damn it. (laughs)
1: Uh, Yep, so that's what we'll be drinking this evening. Time for you out there to crack open a frosty, cold one of your choosing. Whether it be alcoholic or not, we're not here to judge. But, uh, yeah, let's not, I mean, this is just getting cold and grosser by the minute. So let's just, let's just, we are just dig right in.
0: Yep, yep. Um. So...
1: Let's give us our, give me your impressions about the look. Let's let's do the whole experience here.
0: Okay. Well, um, let's see. Very, it's almost like they're heart-shaped or something.
1: Yeah, they have, they're trying for an organic sort of chicken chunk shape. But, but it seems no. too uniform, and it's not, and I think the presence of it is actually throwing me a little bit.
0: Yeah, uh, it's like, I mean, some are kind of tater tot shaped, but others are looking like Mac Tonight shape, little moon shape, but a, a couple <laughs> of them are, are heart shaped. But yeah, they're what are they
1: trying to go for here, gizzard? You know, I
0: yeah, I mean, it's, you know, what, what, what does it come on a pallet or a filet or something? I don't know how you serve beyond uh, chicken meat, but. Um, I mean, they're all about uniformed in size, but they mm-hmm. do look like they're covered in the orange chicken sauce. So let's give we, a little smell next here. Oh, that's stuck to the package. That's yeah. I mean,
1: it smells. I can smell. All I smell is the 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 overpowering sickly sweet citrus smell of the orange chicken. Uh, a,
0: there's a hint of the 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 quote unquote spice or like the chili flake that they like to try mm-hmm. to cram in the sauce there's the end of it but yeah for the most part it's pretty uh, sweet a little um, umami flavor from like uh, you know either light soy or something that they also put in the sauce yeah oh, you can definitely use bit.
1: you smell that savoriness of it it smells meaty now I'm, I'm picking up some with my chopsticks it feels dense it feels thick and Dense and like a just a thick little chunko.
0: <laughs> well, way to make me look like an asshole. No chopsticks here. It's a fork.
1: Okay. Well, yeah. Um,
0: so uh, the fork did all the heavy lifting, but it it the the sauce is sticky enough where it was stuck to the um, you know the <clears throat> Vanguard yeah. Echo products that this was delivered in.
1: Many of mine seem to be sort of stuck together in a way that is a little bit disconcerting, but. Well, I guess we've got the, the sight and the smell out of the way, and I guess to the the, the textures, let's just pop one of these little suckers in here. mm mm mm-mm. mm-mm.
0: Oh, no. It's kind of spongy.
1: It's very chewy. It's very spongy. It fights back against your teeth.
0: well um like i feel like it's forcing my job Well maybe they messed up It's, uh, i mean there's the spice from the orange chicken sauce um but like the the texture isn't i mean obviously it isn't chicken but it's got more of a yeah it's just very spongy
1: yeah it has a sinewy sort of, I mean, that's gross to say, but more of like, I guess, a muscle type texture to it. I can tell there's like strands of this protein. The mouthfeel isn't too bad. It is very springy though, in a way that you don't really expect. And much as I predicted, uh, it, it, who knows if it ev- was ever crunchy at any point, but uh, the the time in the car and just sitting here waiting to record has uh, has turned the exterior into a little bit of mush.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's definitely not a crispy outside, so you're going to get this. Better pop that shit in your mouth the minute you get it from the register.
1: I feel like the orange chicken sauce tastes different.
0: I mean, maybe mine is just kicked up with actual spice because there is a level of, like, heat on it that's hitting the bottom of my mouth that isn't really traditional for me when i get orange chicken uh, through panda but it's been a little while since i've had orange chicken last
1: i feel meals. like maybe the actual chicken has more like nooks and crannies to catch that sauce and so you get like a a more like a, a more forceful punch of that uh, of that sticky sauce when you when you bite in yeah. and I, and yeah, yeah.
0: There's definitely really no nooks and crannies on this. Um, <clears throat> no, it
1: is. It is like uh, four walls. <laughs> it's like a more like a brick shape than it is like a, a nugget shape.
0: Would you say uh, what? Uh, how did you get? Um, did you get the chicken by itself, or did you get it in a meal?
1: I got the one. Uh, I got the one entree bowl, and I got it with just plain white rice. And much to my, uh, I guess. In a comforting move, the rice is is predictably overdone and bad
0: yeah yeah I stopped I stopped any I can't even do their fried rice anymore
1: yeah why would you uh, this has just like uh, the, their fried rice has just a total lack of flavor
0: yeah, I'm washing that out with the
1: beer-hmm okay
0: so I don't think this is new new to their menu I think they brought it back. And I don't know why <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. Where it's so, um, yeah, it's, it doesn't have, it's just kind of spongy, a weird denseness to it. Tastes more sauce. Do I think if that fell into my, like, if I got orange chicken within the beyond orange chicken, and it got all mixed up, would I be able to tell the difference? Yeah, I feel pretty confident. I could tell the difference between those two pretty easily. There's something
1: that uh, maybe I just haven't had orange chicken in a while. It's something about it. There's something missing, but I will say, like, if you can't eat meat and this satisfies the rest of your dietary requirements, not bad.
0: Yeah, but now it makes me want to try that impossible. Like the impossible chicken nuggies that you were talking about.
1: I, they're um, worth a try. And you, it seems like you can find them in any safe way.
0: Okay, yeah, no, because, I mean, I you know, for me, I love mechanically extruded uh, chicken things. So Chicken get,
1: goo paste.
0: Yeah, and they have, like, a fake version of that that tastes pretty good. Like, I mean, I, I, mean, I got on the Beyond tip for the uh, sausages originally. Um, not bad. They're not bad. They're not bad because I mean like look you do enough like spices you add a fair amount of like sage and stuff you can make a lot of things taste like italian sausage so um I think it's pretty good This is
1: breakfast sausage too
0: I haven't had I haven't had their breakfast sausage yet I I was you know I was the hipster with beyond I was there when it was really difficult to get and you know like had to know somebody at whole foods before it was owned by Amazon to be like hey yo, what's oh yeah up?
1: Oh you know. yeah, same thing with Impossible. When that when those burgers dropped, you couldn't find them anywhere, and I was just hoarding those things. I found one, I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna live on these," and then I'm like, saw the sodium amount, and I was like, "Never mind." I'm not gonna live
0: for long on these, but I'm gonna enjoy <laughs> yep. them while I'm living. <sighs> yeah, um, I'm gonna be with you if you can't eat meat or you're looking for like another option. I think they're totally serviceable. I think it tastes better if it was hot um but I'm gonna agree with you I don't even think it was crunchy when it was hot like I think the batter itself is uh, fairly too thin and uniform so you're not getting those craggies of like something that might have been a little over battered so yeah you're not getting that extra crunch there and I think you might even be right with the the sauce only in the sense where it feels like in a weird way, outside of the heat level, which I will say for me is kicked up a little. And I, I'm okay with hot food. And this isn't like spicy. It just no. has a spice to it. <clears throat> but I'd say it's probably a little bit more like watered down. It's not as thick as the normal orange chicken sauces. Cause like when you would get, you know, I remember when I'd get like oh, the two item and whatever, that container would look like a jackson pollock of just orange sauce yeah. that, you know you if that got on your skin congratulations you have whatever shape that dropped on your skin orange but yeah. you know yeah
1: right there was like a soupiness to that sauce that you would find at the bottom of a of an orange chicken order that I just don't feel like was here uh I mean it might have been because the the person putting my meal together was quite stingy and like gave me like five pieces of <laughs> Of beyond chicken, and like uh, yeah, that's a premium, they put a premium on that price too.
0: Yeah, I think it was so, like, oh, you want beyond? Well, that's gonna cost you a dollar 49 more, and you know, just like really, really. I'm trying to punishing do...
1: people for not supporting factory farming. How dare you, Panda! Yeah, <sighs> ugh, ugh, it's coming back. The revenge of Panda has already started.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's a uh, kind of.
1: <clears throat> you know what i think i think that this presentation i would go i would tell them to go hey skip the breading give me like a kung pao beyond chicken i think that might be really successful
0: uh, but what does their chicken look like without breading like it I just looks that,
1: like a beige little nugget
0: yeah i don't know if i can deal with that Okay. Like, like I mean, I don't know. Are you? Do you? Do you like kung pao chicken?
1: I mean, put it to you this way. Mm. Only if I'm don't want to like if I'm watching my fried food intake, do I even consider kung pao chicken?
0: Yeah, I mean, so every time I get it, it, just seems like everyone leaves that chicken out and just gives me a lot of that. You know, like a lot of peanuts. (laughs)
1: Like, <laughs> you do get eat, a lot of peanuts without
0: you're going to be eating peanuts and I was like is this planters like what is this give me, give me a little more give me a little more of that chicken a little less peanuts
1: yeah if I wanted peanuts I would go eat some delicious Thai food where it seems much more intentional
0: yeah or you know in some cases just a whole bowl of peanuts because I mean that's sure. sometimes they're pretty they're they're, they're they're a little too friendly with the the peanuts, uh, a little too yeah. plentiful. They're like, mm, sprinkle a little more peanuts. I'll be like, yeah. I'll take whatever other random stuff that you have in there instead.
1: Although, you know, if, if you're at a uh, if you're at an a, an Asian grocer, mm. I recommend picking up the uh, the peanuts with the uh, the numbing chilies and the Szechuan peppercorns and the Szechuan peppers in there. That's a uh, that's a real delightful treat that I like quite a bit. Because that numbing flavor is just a is an experience you just don't often get in your day to day your snacking in 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 uh, at least in the North American area.
0: Yeah, there's a. It's funny. I, I do I love Szechuan food, um, and there is a boba place um, that actually does like a strawberry and Szechuan peppercorn like boba uh, drink that has like the the spice and the sweet. And I was just like. I haven't been brave enough to try that because I'm not sure how that will translate versus just normal, like, ways, you know, ingesting them. So I'm like, "Mm, maybe next time I'll order one, give that a good old college try on the pod.
1: Yeah, why not? You know, I I like that, uh, the Szechuan peppercorn flavor. I like the numbing spice flavor. You're getting a lot of that uh food from that region and uh i describe it as sort of like a it definitely is numbing but it's a little bit of a sour taste so i think if you're pairing it with strawberry if you're pairing with any sort of tart berry i think that's gonna be a real good combo so i'd give it a try
0: i will you notice how we're talking about this versus uh talking about that uh orange chicken so um
1: one out of ten pop saga food rating what do you give
0: it yeah, uh, if we're going out of 10, I'd give it, like, a 2, a 3. Whoa, that is it's below failing. Okay. Well, you said 1 out of 10. I thought you gave it a 1.
1: Oh, no, um, sorry. 1, 2, 10.
0: Oh, no, no, then a 5. I was going to yeah. try to be nicer than you. I think it's middle of the road. Um, it, It's nice that they have another option for those who are interested, you know, and mm-hmm. can never try the orange chicken before or whatever. So I think in that instance, it's good. But for me, it's just like... Yeah, I think there could have been. Maybe don't try the parrot with their most famous thing. Try it with like another one of their sauces, because it might uh, move it better. Like their uh, like sweet fire chicken or something like that. That might actually be pretty good for it.
1: Um, yeah, uh, yeah, I would say expand your offering, see if there's something that fits a little bit better, or just be a little more generous with that sauce, maybe next time. And uh, to the Beyond Corporation, you know. I know you're just punching, like, you know, textured protein out in different shapes. You're trying your best, but make them a little more spheroid. I don't know if I want to see walls in my uh, fake chicken.
0: Yeah, like one look like uh, Pac-Man when he just got hit by the ghost and starts splitting apart. You know, he's like, boo, 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 like he's dying. So you just see him turning into yeah. nothing. One of mine look like that, and that, that's not appetizing. I got,
1: you know, all of mine are that shape. So I think I got. I just got one of the bags that was all. Whoops, we didn't, oh. we didn't vary the shapes. It's all one uniform shape.
0: All Pac-Man dying.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Whoopsie yeah. doopsie. All
0: Pac-Man dying. Yeah. Just give me some Beyond Balls. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be all right with that.
1: Yeah, I think I've. Uh, I think I, I would give it a five as well. But I would also say I don't think there's anything on the Panda menu that rises above a, a seven for me. So oh, I would no, say it's no. a fairly good company.
0: What's your favorite thing at Panda?
1: My favorite thing at Panda is the Beijing beef.
0: Yeah, it's pretty good. But yeah, it's, it's like a candied. <laughs> it's like candied
1: fried beef. Yeah. It's the got to be the worst thing there for you, but ooh, I love it.
0: Yeah my my favorite. This is probably gonna be very controversial. Uh, is the mushroom chicken?
1: I hear a lot of good things about the mushroom chicken, though. A lot of people, when I've I've, uh, I've seen people do like full menu taste tests of Panda Express where they eat everything on the menu and the mushroom chicken usually gets high marks. So I think you're in good company.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I got good taste. But uh, I'm already halfway out of a beer because I've been trying to wash that orange Mm -hmm. chicken taste. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh,
1: You know, I knew something like this might happen, so I got spring rolls. So I've been munching on a spring roll clandestinely as we've been talking just to sort of help me forget about my orange chicken woes. That was and a I don't smart I... palate
0: cleanser. Damn it! <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, the grease and the uh, yeah, the green onions in there really help you the, the get past it. But uh, yeah, I mean, I you know the that I've been thinking about it for a little bit. Maybe I'd give it like a four point five. I don't think I would ever get it again. <laughs> Let's just be honest.
0: No, I don't. I don't think the uh, premium makes it worth it for me to get it again.
1: Oh no! Yeah, certainly not for a premium. You know, I rarely go to Panda Express these days, so if I'm going there, I'm going to get my favorite stuff. Yeah, you should. And not paying, you know, extra. But if they ever tell me, hey, no more meat for you, guess who's going to come back for that Beyond Chicken? It'll be me. And guess what? They're not going to have it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, they're (laughs) going to be out. It won't be.
1: They'll be discontinuing it. Nobody ate it except you, friend.
0: Yeah, and then you're going to be all like... Well, let me get some steam rice that you make terribly. I don't know how you cook it, but steam rice is pretty easy, And uh, but you're going to ruin it, and that'll be okay <clears throat> by me.
1: Yeah, I have a rice cooker that does all the work for me
0: and yeah. uh, comes out mm-hmm.
1: good every time. So maybe they want to change their rice cooker brand.
0: I'm with you. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah. They, or get one. I don't know.
1: Yeah. Yeah, because it looks like they have a giant one, and it's just not working.
0: Yeah, that's that's it's uh, that's a shame.
1: Yeah, best part of the meal though, I did donate two whole dollars to Seattle Children's Hospital. Good for you, uh, because they uh, verbally, basically, guilted me into it at the register.
0: Yep. Oh well, that's where they get you.
1: Well, they usually, you know, usually they have like the little prompt, and I donate quite often, but uh, usually they have the prompt on the your little credit card machine, and they say, "Hey, you want to donate?" It's no big yep. deal. If you want to, you can do it right here. And I and sometimes I will. And this one, he's like, hey, you want to donate? And I'm just like, and that, you know, they're saying, hey, you want to donate to Sick Kids? And if someone's looking you right in the eyes and said, you want to donate to Sick Kids? You don't say no. No, I would just like my single order of plant-based expensive chicken, please.
0: Well, you're a better person than I, then.
1: Where you're just like hey would you like to donate to that starving orphan right out there and you're like nah i right,
0: go <laughs> yeah, okay so
1: uh, you can just have some of those left of what i'm sure is this horrible chicken substitute if i don't like it
0: no nah, man they get me every time i gotta watch it especially like if i go get the uh go get batman anything they get they get me everywhere like anywhere they're like you want to donate? i'm like yeah here's a dollar here's two dollars yeah yeah give me give me all the time yeah, you know, whatever works for them works for me. That works more for me than uh, Beyond uh, Orange Chicken. So there you go.
1: <clears throat> That's right. Uh, well, <laughs> Beyond Orange Chicken, you have officially earned the uh, Pop Saga stamp of mediocrity. You weren't so good, but you weren't totally inedible. On a scale from fresca to something good, you were more like a fresca than you were something good. But that's okay. (laughs) We'll donate to the children anyway. There you get a song too. Wow,
0: I didn't, I didn't, I didn't. didn't, Wasn't anticipating that. Perfect. And
1: yet, (laughs) yet here we are.
0: One day I'll remember. One day. One I'll day. remember. Yeah.
1: But it wouldn't really be pop soccer if you remembered. But, uh, <laughs> true. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so there you go. If you like these food segments, uh, give us a, you know, let us know somehow. We'll keep doing them. Uh, but probably not plant based stuff. <laughs> we'll probably be reviewing other stuff that has at least the potential to be better. Um, but. You know, I mentioned a little something else at the top of the show that we should talk about. And I know we said before that we were going to talk about She-Hulk again when the series was all wrapped up. And we come back to you with our, sort of our definitive decision on how well it went. Uh, But, John, we're just uh, enjoying the heck out of the show, and we feel like we have to talk about it once again. Yes.
0: Yes. It's, um... It's a character that, you know, like you. everyone always gets is very near and dear to my heart. And I mm-hmm. never would have thought that I'd get this character on TV, but here it is. And every episode gets, uh, honest to goodness, like solid, like chuckles out of me. Every single one of them. Um, yeah,
1: it is funny. It is legitimately funny.
0: Yeah, I I enjoy the fact that they take everyone, you know, a lot of the online trolls to task. Um, I really appreciate that and the commentary there. uh, It's
1: funny, though, because they couldn't have, I mean, I guess they could have assumed, but they couldn't have known how bad the backlash would have been. And yet it's like all this stuff must have been written before it happened. But it is kind of remarkable how prescient they really were.
0: Well, for the tweets that they had about her on the show, I think in episode two or three, where they were kind of showing a bunch of different tweets were actual tweets for when they announced the show initially. Like <laughs> they, they didn't just re- credit the people who made them, right? No, 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 no. They rewrapped them, but it was exactly... Like, the vitriol that you could read in those tweets were like, oh, no, it's real. Um, <laughs> you know, unfortunately real. But, yeah, I... I I don't really get what people, what that side of the, uh, that side of the fence wants. Like, I don't, I don't, I, I don't understand what like makes them go, this is cool. Like you get some who are like, they made Hulk a group and you know, and they get all mad. And then they're just ignorant cause they don't know comics. And then you have the other ones who are like the other in the spectrum, but I don't know what they're looking for that this show doesn't already provide.
1: Yeah, I saw a lot of people saying that uh, that sort of uh, you know putting the tombstone down and and you know putting that last shovel of dirt on top of the coffin of She-Hulk and Marvel in general after they had that scene at the end of the episode where She-Hulk and Megan the Stallion twerk and everyone said oh ultimate cringe ha 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 marvel's gone too far they don't know what they're doing boo and i say to those people what did you really not get the joke i mean is this i mean like i know that you're just they're just waiting for something that they can say they can point to and say look everyone now don't you agree the show is as bad as i've always said and this twerking scene proves it except that like it's perfect in the context of uh, context of the show. Yes, she Hulk is giant. She has super strength. She is gorgeous. but she's also Jennifer Walters and Jennifer Walters is kind of a nerd.
0: <laughs> yeah she I mean it, it's amazing especially with like the last episode, you know how much they're trying to develop like Jen Walters because they're one and the same. And you should understand just because, you know, one is, you know, acts one way or the other, it's just, they're, they're the same person. It's just the, the mode changes, the mood changes, you know what I mean? Like, um, how she handles situations are the same uh, one way or the other. Just one has super strength and the other has, you know, like super comedic timing and sometimes they both line up, (laughs) but I just, I don't really understand like what people aren't looking for. Cause this has just been so, I don't know, just been so delightful and yeah, them twerking, cool. I'll take it. Like, why not? It didn't make me go like, oh God, that's the, that's the worst thing ever. Cause I mean, I've, I am in fact rereading the burn run of She-Hulk, sensational She-Hulk. And everyone who's mad at her for breaking the fourth wall in this show, then don't read that run. Because I mean, like, literally every other panel is the fact that she is completely aware she's in a comic book.
1: Is and, that is that a segment of the uh, the critics? Is the people don't like that she breaks the fourth wall? I yeah, haven't heard it, that specific yeah,
0: critique. Yeah, because apparently, you know, well, that's what Deadpool does. And right, yeah, just...
1: he's the only one who's ever done it. Yeah, he, exactly.
0: He's the only one who's ever done it eventually. I was like, for those who love Deadpool, I urge you go back and read the early X-Force and tell me if the Deadpool you know and love now was there. It took a lot of time and development when someone was like, hey, this joke for Deathstroke isn't going anywhere. Let's just take it to 11 and just make them nonsensical. Okay, that makes sense. And they did, and now Deadpool's loved by anyone. She-Hulk's, always been doing this or always had some form of commentary or state like Sensational She-Hulk in the comics was completely a take on where comic books were at that present moment in time. Like it, Mm -hmm. it is a perfect encapsulation of it. This show to me so far is the perfect encapsulation of like the way the world kind of is now and how just weirdly trolly and vitriolic it is and how just people navigate it. No, so I, I I think it works and it's definitely you know a show that I, I mean I'm thoroughly having fun. I I'm looking forward to Thursdays to watch it. You know, and I watch it before I'll watch a, you know Ring of Power.
1: <clears throat> well, but, yeah, it's but, a much easier little snacky little.
0: Yeah, <laughs> thing Ring of Power. To Bite up. Yeah, Ring of Power. By the way, I am right. Every episode gets longer than the last. Yes,
1: the last one was longer than the one before. You know, granted, it was only by two minutes, but still, it's still getting longer.
0: Yeah. But I mean, what did you think of the, um... oh, hold on. Hold on. we are talking about, but we haven't said too much yet.
1: Uh, We haven't said anything. We don't need to evoke the spoiler.
0: (laughs) Well, I'm just going to do it now. Just in case.
1: Okay. Spoilers, spoilers, double boilers. Uh-huh. Uh, cauldrons burn and secrets bubble. Oh, good. Of course, they, and, they do. Uh, in the mm-hmm. rites and passages handed down to us by our ancestors, the spoiler those are. has been invoked, and we will be safe. It just gives it an extra little bit of uh, gravitas, you know, to, well, to know that mean, it is I, something that is traditional, that is that is a long-standing tradition.
0: Yeah, I like to think, like, Grandpappy John way back then, well, you got to watch them spoiler witches. They're all <laughs> over the place. I read the new, I was trying to wait for the new Dickens novel, and someone spoiled it, said three ghosts were going to visit him. <laughs> My friend
1: it. Herbert, he watched Barty Miller, oh. and then he told a group of friends about it, and they had not seen it yet. Next day, dead.
0: Tell Ooh, you what, yeah, you
1: better get take this piece of paper. Whenever you talk about something that's a spoil, just read this out. You will be a fine. Don't All be right. a Herbert.
0: Yeah, don't be a Herbert, people. That's gone on a t-shirt.
1: Yeah, sure. <laughs> Don't be a Herbert. Everyone will get that one. Nope. Uh, so, John, out of the five episodes that have debuted so far, and that, of course, is uh, number one, a normal amount of rage that, that we recapped. Number two, the super uh, superhuman law. Number three, the people versus Emil Blonsky. Number four, This Is Not Real Magic. And number five, the most recent one, Mean Green and Straight Poured Into These Jeans. Which is a very funny title that I enjoy very much.
0: Which one's my favorite so far?
1: Yeah, do you have a favorite out of the five that we've seen so far? We're a little Uh, over halfway through the season.
0: So probably it is a a toss-up between Is This Not Real Magic? And mean green and straight poured into these jeans, because I felt like the last one that, that mean green one was them finding, uh, the stride within the show about like, kind of getting to the point, you know, like, uh, the characters and kind of, uh, her realizing that regardless of whether she just wants to be a lawyer or not, it's also going to become a hero, um, one way or the other. But is this not real magic? Come on. Uh, what uh, Madison with a Y, but not where you think
1: mm-hmm.
0: that blew, that blew up the interwebs for like a whole week. Wongers, the fact that he loves gin and tonic. I mean, I can't get mad at that. Um, but the most crazy thing I learned about it is, uh, the dude who was the, uh, he played Cornelius P. Willows. He was the guy helping the Donnie blaze uh leon lamar Mm -hmm. he's 103 years old my god
1: looking great for 103.
0: yeah he's gonna be like 104 next year and i just went (ывать) what What? he didn't get his he didn't start acting until his 70s but his never too
1: late to start your second career everyone out there
0: hell Yeah. I mean, he didn't get started until like 1994, but I'm like 103. Holy shit. And he cracked me up. Uh, the, the whole episode was just absurd, but it was perfectly like what I'm looking for within like anything that I'm gonna get from She-Hulk. I feel like She-Hulk really gets the, the, uh, blending of the two genres, superhero plus, genre and this one is superhero plus lawyer show and yeah. I feel like it, it works very well. It's just the the absurdity is increased just by the fact of who she's representing.
1: Absolutely. And you know uh they uh I think they really nailed the comedic uh this comedic style of genre show so well And uh, it it has a sitcom feeling that I was, you know, that you really miss when you're watching a lot of prestige television. There's no grand overarching myth arc they're trying to tell. It's just a new case every day. And there's, you know, there's like a a subtle story that's being pushed along. And it's sort of a a B story. But in general, it's just, hey, Jen Walters getting used to being a Hulk, getting used to being a high powered uh, defense attorney and uh getting used to the uh the 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 rise in you know profile that all this stuff brings of course there are a few sort of uh there's a few tantalizing secrets out there that people like to wonder about like what was the wrecking crew doing there and what were they doing with those asgardian weapons and who is the boss that sent them out there exactly But that's like, uh, you know, an 80s or 90s sitcom where they would have like this kind of thing that we're like, well, this is the eventual goal and we'll get there. But we're just going to spend a bunch of time just fucking around.
0: Yeah, it's just like, I mean, this is just about layering in more characters, introducing new ones, reintroducing some in certain cases to the Marvel Universe. But it's just fun. I mean, I, I really... I, I think, I guess I'm to the point right now in my life where I'm just looking for things that just are fun and there isn't really a layer of too, taking itself too serious. And this show definitely does it. You know, it doesn't take itself too seriously. And I think that's exactly what's needed. and yeah. you have a six foot seven, you know, super strong, you know, character who is also presiding against law, you know, uh, Real magicians against fake- mag- magicians or you know the the last one where she was like trying to get her name back, even though she didn't want it in the first place that was great,
1: yeah, you know uh i uh i I am definitely a fan and it is around our household it is appointment viewing, always excited when there's a new she hulk to watch, so you know I hope they keep making a ton of more of them and if you're mad about it, whatever, man. <laughs> Find something else, find another like hobby or something to occupy your time. Because if it's if it's up to me, I'm saying I want like 15 seasons of this. Make this the longest running Disney Plus show.
0: <laughs> I'm for it as long if I can keep getting more pug. Uh, you know uh, what, what? What was he in Arrow? Prometheus. <laughs> oh, right <laughs> in Arrow, he's
1: always five steps ahead. Oh, watch out! Watch
0: watch out, Stephen Emile he will uh he will fail your city yeah he's you know
1: what guess what you think you got him nope he's still five steps ahead that prometheus yeah it's it. uh much better i think as a goofy character I oh i love much it more.
0: i love it like he's like avengers holy shit like that yes
1: the oh. uh, counterfeit goods in the most recent episodes uh, was very funny yeah. uh got to give it up to um
0: with jamila jamil
1: yeah, her the the L.A. accent that she's putting on is uh, perfect.
0: Yeah, no, like everyone, it's just so it's so great. Um, but, uh, is it? Uh, Ginger Gonzaga, I think, is playing Nikki. Great, mm-hmm. they're all like just. It's just a treat. It's just a nice treat. And that's how I treat it, and it's again a character I never thought would have gotten a tv show or you know a movie or would even be featured one of my favorites literally one of my favorite marvel characters in my top 10 probably even in my top five is she wow
1: yeah well yeah hold on to that one for a future episode
0: yeah yeah we'll get there at some point maybe
1: yeah (laughs) maybe but uh yeah probably not but uh (laughs) um Yeah, you know, uh, we'll check in again at the end of the show, now that we've given you our halfway through update. We're liking it so far, it's really at the top of the pops, but we'll check back in when it's all done to give you a breakdown of the whole season, and where it ranks in our Marvel, in our ever-evolving Marvel TV ranking. What a golden age of superhero TV we are living in now. Uh,
0: Will it top Miss Marvel for me? You'll have to wait and find out.
1: Yeah, w- will it have already have topped Miss Marvel for me? Yes, absolutely. Um, <laughs> but but uh, John, I have a before we go any further, I have a bit of a confession to make. Shoot, what I is have, your uh,
0: confession?
1: I feel like I have kind of let us down. I watched the first episode of House of the Dragon. I have broken the spell. We are no longer a House of the Dragonless podcast. I've seen the first episode, and I am here to say it's boring. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it might be the more uh, the well written of the two when you compare that to Ring of Power, uh, but I like high fantasy, not what if. Dragons were in Scotland, which is basically how I feel about House of the Dragon.
0: Uh cool. Um First uh, episode. Yeah.
1: First episode, saw a person's face get caved in by an axe. Nice, nice. Don't want to see it. Saw it from a bunch of different angles. <laughs> I'm not I'm not here for it. I'm not, the hyper violence. I'm not here for it.
0: Is that why you were getting squeamish when I was describing how people were getting killed during the D&D game I ran?
1: Uh, no, I mean, that's just general squeamishness. That has nothing really to do with House of the Dragon, but I guess it is related in terms of, like, my personality, but, uh... Okay,
0: note to self, amp up violence. Oh, no!
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, I'll never sleep again! Um... Yeah, so anyway, just wanted to put that out there in case anyone was wondering. Matt Smith doesn't have any eyebrows. Oh, good and, for him. And I got to see him getting down, and I never wanted to see that ever. I <laughs> never wanted to see my favorite doctor doing the
0: nasty. Well, I mean, you know, it's a game of bones, after all. That's what they call it. You know?
1: I heard it was less horny, and first episode... Just like
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, that's how they get the, that's how they get the the views. That's how they get yeah, the views.
1: They cer- I certainly viewed something. I, I've seen Doctor Who's Dick Root. Oh no. Uh, <laughs> that's right. Oh no. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, you know what I could see, uh, they don't, you know. He wasn't called the Eleventh Doctor for just for his place that he uh, oh. that he had in the, in the regeneration. But we'll just tell you that much.
0: Oh well, all right. It's not a TARDIS then, huh? Yeah, good for he's him. back. <laughs> yeah. Good for him. Good, good for, good for Matt Smith. No eyebrow, <laughs> having motherfucker. Uh, but I will make this pledge to our listeners: I still ain't gonna watch it.
1: Yeah, that's fair. At least one yeah. of us is gonna keep their
0: promise. <laughs> yeah, because like I don't, I don't care. I I don't care enough. Like, isn't it even like a weird amount of time before Game of Thrones? Like, a hundred and twenty six, seven years before Game of Thrones.
1: Yeah, it's it's long enough before to where you know we were talking about before. Hey, you know, like you know what happens, and while that is still true. It's long enough before the events of the Game of Thrones that you. They can tell a story and have stakes, and it still will probably be interesting. I guess. I don't know if I'm going to finish it. So <laughs> I don't know if I'll we'll ever find out. But, uh, you know, I think it's set far enough in the past where it, it has the space to kind of tell its own story. But, uh, can confirm Guy keeps getting cut by the throne. There's a lot of gross up close of an infected wound shots, which is great, too. Oh, also, do you ever want to see a medieval C-section? Nope. Well, don't (laughs) watch the show,
0: because that's a
1: big centerpiece for the first episode.
0: Nah, 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 nah.
1: Yeah, it doesn't go great. If if you think it might not go great, you're right. It's not a good time to get a C-section.
0: Nah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I will stick with uh, Ring of Power. I don't know where they're going, um, but uh, it's got real cool looking orcs in it. Yeah. Like, like I hope what they do is, like the Wheel of Time show goes over to the Ring of Power set and just steal some of them orcs. Yeah. Just Makes film a, it.
1: Just, just film it in the Ring of Powers. Oh, that's <laughs>
0: even em. that's even better. <laughs>
1: Just Use the same makeup. Use the same costumes. Just don't look terrible. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all I ask of you, Wheel of Time, because you did get a season two order, and we'll see how that goes. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Ring of Power, uh, or what I like to call the show I like to call... Rope. Okay, is that Sauron? <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's true. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Every, every time you think... Uh... You think Sauron's around? Not. You're alive, I'm still waiting for him. Will he show up? But That uh, guy
1: looks awfully Sauron-y. Is he Sauron? Yeah. Or is I, it another red herring? I think also, I, so many red herrings in the last episode. Uh,
0: I mean, sure. But though I do think I know who that one dude is with Galadriel. I think I know who that is. Oh, yeah? Okay. And I don't well, believe that is Sauron.
1: No, I I think you're right. I don't think it is Sauron either. Yeah. But it is yeah. it's funny what they have like a sealed door and he keeps hearing he's like keeps hearing whispers all the time. It's like uh And he's just like uh oh jeez. Man, I wish I hope I never get a ring of power. Because if I ever do, there's no way I'm throwing that into a volcano. <laughs>
0: is pretty good uh, I'm never alone
1: <laughs> so many careless whispers um, but there you go there's our thoughts on the midseason uh, check-in of She-Hulk still great if you like the show keep watching if you haven't watched it yet what are you doing just turn off your brain and watch a fun show it's funny and it has a lot of cool special effects especially if you contextualize it by the fact that it is a TV show and hey, oh, did yeah. you watch Moon Knight? And there was that one scene where they were in Switzerland, but it look, Switzerland kept moving around in Yeah, the like mm, yeah, it was Switzerland. Static, but it Swiss- kept like <laughs> shifting yeah. around.
0: Yeah, Switzerland Hollywood, back lot in Hollywood. Yeah, yep, of course. The yeah. Switzerland
1: green screen. Come yeah. on, man. They they spend a little less on these shows, but that's okay because we get them, and that's the whole point.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not knocking it. I'm not going like. Ugh. In fact, I'm like, thank you for. Having, you know, for doing what you are doing. I'll take it. Versus whatever else they could have been doing, which could have been a lot worse. This is fine, yeah.
1: Back in my day, we understood. We were like, oh, this is the TV show. It's gonna suck. It's gonna look, the effects are gonna be bad. But it's okay, because it's on TV. And we were fine with it. Yep, the whole time. People are spoiled. And that's just whatever, whatever, whatever. Yeah, I watched Uh, Babylon
0: 5. That's all I got. Oh say yeah, to that.
1: yeah. All right, yeah. Th- those were those effects brought to you by the Windows screensaver, the Windows screen. <laughs> the same company who made those tubes that go everywhere. Which way is that tube gonna go? Gonna go straight to Babylon Five. That's what. The- <laughs> that's, what <happened. laughs> that's a and Vorlon
0: ship. They- no, no, oh, no. That's, shit. Just, that's just the pipe screensaver on Windows. Oh, okay. That's,
1: yeah, a, that's a Vorlon
0: ship.
1: It's <laughs> the logo. It's going to it's gonna hit that corner someday, and that's when they're going to summon the Vorlod ship.
0: <laughs> anyway, yeah, Shield, fun. Uh, yeah. House of she the Dragon. Dragon, I guess not so much fun. Uh, Ring yeah. of Power, it's a show. Um,
1: unless yeah. it's House of the Dragon, good if you want to see Matt Smith. But <laughs> other than that, I don't know. I, I don't know. Can't recommend it. Can't good uh, can't with good conscience recommend it, unless you love seeing faces caved in. In which case, it might be the show for you.
0: Do you think I could just find that in GIF form? Probably. All right, well, then I'll watch a GIF. I'll watch a House of Dragon GIF. There.
1: There you go. That's our promise to you out there. We'll watch a House of Dragon GIF. Uh, But, uh, John, would you like to get to the last segment of our show? Uh, Yes. Excellent. Now, you remember last week, if you tuned in last week's show, we were going to fancast the fantastic four the upcoming fantastic four movie because they did not show a stitch of information about it but i i sprung it on you too late and you had no time to think and so i thought let's give it some time let's really put some thought into this and uh so here we are as promised our fantastic four fan cast and i figure we'll just go character by character
0: all right, so I wasn't sure how many, how many of the Fantastic Four we were doing. Four? So, what do you so mean? Four. Well, I didn't know if you were going to throw Doctor Doom in the mix. If,
1: uh, You know what? I didn't. I probably should have, though.
0: Because I threw Doctor Doom in the mix. Okay. But, but, yeah, I mean, I have the four. I realized something, for us. I realized something real bad when we started doing this.
1: Uh-oh, what uh, hit me with it?
0: I don't watch as much stuff as I thought. Think I watch, so yes. really trying to figure out like, you know, up and coming actors and stuff. You know, like for a minute I had like Warren Beatty, uh, you know, Jack Nicholson. Like it sure, was, yeah. it was a real old list. Um, you know, like Susan Sarandon, and I was like, man, I need to th- figure out some things. So I had to, this. This was the hardest fan casting. It's why I don't really like doing it. I guess. Cause I always gonna be like, well, The Rock could do it. I mean, he's Black Adam, so he could he can play Reed <laughs> Richards. Why not?
1: That would be some. That would be pretty crazy. That would be pretty cool, actually.
0: Yeah. So then I was trying to. Yeah. So this this list is. Uh, I have a I have. Um, two alternates for oh. two of the characters, just in alternates, case you say. Yeah, yeah. Like if I was like, well, I could go one direction or the other, but like uh then i was trying to think age like how old or young would i want the fantastic four to be so like some of the you know like i think my reed richards is too young but i think my like ben grimm is too old you know i'm just like i'm a bad judge of character i guess well
1: i've got great news for you we're not actually casting this movie
0: yeah, but see, I was trying to, I was trying to do it, you know, uh, I, I, you know, me, I just kind of get to the point where I'm just like, all right, I got to try to figure out all these different angles to make it the the best cast ever. And in this instance, I'm like, I, I don't think I'd watch it. So.
1: <laughs> you're saying you're, your cast is so bad you wouldn't watch the movie. Yeah. Okay.
0: Good choice. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, I mean, I guess I would watch it. But then I, I forgot I was looking at the wrong list. I actually have three alternates. I only have two two roles for sure that I was like, no, these are the people who are playing it. I don't care. But uh, the three of them, I'm like, no, I could see either or. You know, so anyway.
1: Yeah. I mean, I have, I think my, I think one of my characters is old. Uh, is maybe a little too old for the role, but I'm still, I'm sticking them in there anyway. Uh, I'm sticking them in there all the same. Uh, Because it's, you know, whatever. It's not gonna they're gonna cast a bunch of young unknowns that I have no idea what's going on, but uh, that's fine. You know, and and like, all of my choices are pretty big names, I think.
0: Okay, Mine, mine is not. A couple are, but
1: well, I guess I guess it depends on who you are. Uh but but mine have uh yeah, I've got a couple a couple of big names. Anyway, uh let's get right into it. Let's just go by character. Yep, yep. So let's start where we would obviously start. Let's start at Reed Richards. Uh John, who do you got for Reed Reed Richards? Read Rich oh. read. Reed Richards. Reed Richards.
0: Reed Richards. Oh, wow, that sounded weird. Reed Richards! <laughs> yeah, that sounded... That, 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 sound it's the sound of that, a cool the, mini bike. I don't know, but that literally broke my brain. Okay, mm. um, so uh, Reed Richards is one of the characters that I have an alternate for. Oh, okay. So, but my first choice, and maybe it's recency biased, but I've been right. watching... Uh, we had, uh, The wife and I just finished Abbott Elementary. Mm. A real fun... Show,
1: okay. Literally, I'm worried a, about where this is going already.
0: <laughs> well, no. So there's one of the teachers in there. The actor's name is Chris Perfetti. He
1: okay. Plays,
0: he plays like the seventh grade teacher there. He has. He's young. He's got a bit of quirkiness to him, but I think he could like play a Reed Richards, but it would be like on the younger mm. side for sure.
1: Interesting. Interesting. Okay.
0: Um, my alternate. You interested?
1: Absolutely. Hit me My, with it.
0: Miles Teller from The Bad Fantastic Four.
1: Oh, you bring him back, huh?
0: I bring him back, but we make him good. We make, we put him in a good movie.
1: He was just in Top Gun, the people liked him very much. I just, I mean, I didn't mind.
0: But like this, I didn't mind the casting for that movie. I just mind that movie. I just think how everything was kind of written. I'd give him another uh, chance at the, uh, buy it at the apple but my first choice was chris profetti because he just has like a weird quirky scientist to him and i feel like that's kind of the angle you need to uh go with with a reed richards okay yeah you know, you play that up first like you know he's a scientist for superheroes like fourth or fifth on his list and being a dad is like ninth you know
1: <laughs> yeah that's very obvious all right
0: well that's my reed who's your reed
1: Okay, very good. So, I will tell you right off the bat that maybe it's all the Little Mermaid backlash. Uh, maybe it's the She-Hulk backlash. But I said, you know what? I'm going to cast this with an eye towards diversifying the cast a little bit. Sure, sure. Because I feel like this is a... I feel like more than anybody else, this is a group of four people that it feel like more like a found family. And uh, a found family can be anyone. So, with that in mind... My Reed Richards, just like they did for Moon Knight and Crossing Over Star Wars and uh, the Marvel properties, I'm going to say my cast for Reed Richards is Diego Luna himself, the upcoming Andor. I think he would make a fantastic Reed Richards. He has the, uh, the bookish appearance and the slight build that I think you would want to start off with for a Reed Richards. And uh, I think he would do a bang up job.
0: Yeah. I'm Diego not, Luna. Yeah, I'm not mad at it.
1: He could be good. He's got like he has the ability to like you really kind of uh or at least when I watched Rogue One, I definitely uh you
0: got Mr. Fantastic vibes. Not really. I thought you hated <laughs> I thought you hated Rogue One. I don't I didn't really like there?
1: Rogue One, but I did like uh Cassian Andor. I think he was a cool character. And I thought his uh his sort of, uh, palin' around with, uh, his robot pal, I thought was, uh, was showed that he had, like, in him to do that kind of buddy comedy sort of back and forth that I think the Fantastic Floor, Fantastic Floor, (laughs) the Fantastic Four really needs, I think, to be a successful, uh, group. They really need that chemistry, and I think he's got it, so that's, uh, that's my cast for, uh, for Reed Richards, Diego Luna.
0: All right. Okay. Okay. Yeah, uh, that, that sounds good. Well, if that's gonna be Let, your read, are we doing Sue? Uh,
1: let's go. You know what? I would feel like let's do Sue and Johnny as a pair, and okay. let's do Ben next.
0: All right. So, uh, I thought about when we were uh, talking about the Fantastic Four last, and we were talking about um just having the It's Always Sunny people do it. It got me thinking, I was like, well, who could play Ben Grimm? And then it hit me. Rob Mehicklinny. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Cause, That's a great cast. Yeah, cause he just seems like, cause you need like, you don't need a muscle bound Grim, he just needs to be big. Like you would not want to mess with him. And this dude definitely could get fit. So I don't think he needs to get super fit for this, but like just fit enough, but he's got kind of that attitude. I could totally see him being a Yancey street, you know, street youth Mm -hmm. (laughs) fighting on there and then putting him in, you know, like thing GI, right. Where he's just all super CGI having that like attitude and that sass. I think could work for that character. This is the, this yeah. is one of my couple characters who had no alternate casting. I was just like him all the way, Ben Grimm.
1: That's a good cast. I like it. I really like your thought process behind it as well.
0: Uh, yeah, that was it. You know, I was trying to think like, are there any chode of an actors out there, as you would say, and I couldn't really think of any. So I was just like, we just need someone just kind of like solid, and I think he's pretty solid. And they yeah. bring probably a level of humor to it that I think things should probably uh, lean into more than say, like, you know, just the, oh, whoa, it's me, I'm Thing. And yeah, just might as well enjoy his it. Thing.
1: Yep. Yeah, I like it.
0: All right, what you got?
1: Uh, let's see. So for uh, Ben Grimm, I decided, hey, wouldn't it be crazy if we cast just a huge name to be Ben Grimm? And then he's like... He's in the movie as himself for like 10 minutes, and then the rest of the time he just gets to do voice work. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so I thought, you know what? He just finished a huge film franchise of his own. He's looking for something a little bit different, something to set him apart from the pack. So I'm going to say my Ben Grimm is Daniel Craig. Uh, James Bond's Daniel Craig. He's kind of a little bit on the shorter side. You know he's stacked with muscle. And Mm -hmm. uh, if you've seen... um, if you've seen Road to Perdition, you know he can do a New York accent. So he's got he's grizzly, but he's a leading man, and I think it would be a real sort of like, whoa, uh, why would they do that <laughs> move to cast him as a CGI rock man? So, and I, he has that kind of really strong brow that kind of gives me the Beetle Brow uh, and, vibes already.
0: And he does have like those piercing blue eyes, which Ben Green right. does have. So yeah, like, they
1: could shine on through.
0: Oh, that's true because you could just give him that like, you know, be like, "Oh my god, he's staring right into your soul." You All got right. it. And you know, yeah, when he was like in Casino Royale, that was a chode of a human if you were to do it. Holy shit, he's just like a mound of muscle that fell off of more muscle. So, yeah, I'm with you on there. Okay. I like yeah. it. Yeah. Like now, it.
1: granted, he is 54 years old. Whatever. Uh doesn't look 54 years old, but uh he is 54 and uh Diego, uh, Luna is, uh, uh, quite a bit, yeah, he's quite a bit younger than that. He is, uh, he's, uh, well, Actually, he's not that much younger. He's 42. So maybe that works oh. out.
0: Yeah, no, that's fine. I mean, that's the thing. He could always be older. He could have been held back in school a few times. Um, or also, you know, like just de-age him. Just use that well, Tron tech, that Tron legacy sure. tech. Just make him look slightly younger.
1: I think they need to make this one, you know, when they're already the Fantastic Four. You know, they can they can uh flash back to when they became the Fantastic Four, but I think they need to uh they need to make set this one, they need to skip the origin and set this one already in Fantastic Four
0: land. Yeah, I'm uh, with you, but this would in this instance this would be like the Fantastic Four that's been fighting for like twenty five years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, like his old hat. Like you know Sue Storm finally got a double A R P card. You know what I mean? A double R P, whatever it is. I don't know. I don't get them yet. Fortunately, not <laughs> by what. All right. Okay. Daniel Craig is Ben Grimm. All right.
1: Let's move on to Sue Storm.
0: All right. I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you lead off with this one. I want to see where you're going. Because okay. Sue Storm. I have two alternate. I have. Uh, an alternate on top of it, but I have my main one first. Well, for Sue Storm,
1: so I, uh, I chose an actor who I'm really enjoying, who uh, I think would do an incredible job and who has the emotional gravitas to really pay off, uh, a Sue Storm in the fantastic four, but could also be funny and has like just a, a crazy wide range of acting and, you know what was another huge uh, hurdle for this? Marvel has already cast so many people in the MCU. That is <laughs> So many true. people, I was just like, oh, that would presumably be perfect. And they they weren't there. But I'm going to choose for Sue Storm, uh, Commander, a.k.a. Captain Michael Burnham herself, Sonequa Martin-Green, is my Sue Storm. I think she would do an incredible job. And... Uh, and, uh, she's already someone I uh, like quite a bit as an actor. So there you go. Okay. Sonequa Martin-Green from Star Trek most recently and The Walking Dead before that. You know, she's got the chops.
0: Oh yeah. It's a good choice. You want to do your, uh, Johnny? You want me to do my Sue? Then we leave Johnny for the end.
1: I do it. Uh, i well, yeah. why don't we do it as a package deal? Uh, mm. who's, for... your, who's your Johnny? So for Johnny Storm, I knew I had to uh, find someone who was funny, charismatic, and uh, could conceivably have that sort of hot streak, Qu- uh, no pun intended. And so for my Johnny Storm, I fan-casted Lakeith Stanfield, and you might remember him from our review of Sorry to Bother You. Is that what that is yes. called? Yes. yes. A great... Uh, a great movie and uh definitely just watching him in that performance uh pro- proved to me that I think he could make a terrific Johnny Storm and uh I would really love to see his chemistry with his uh his movie sister Sydney martin Creed
0: Okay okay All right uh that's a that's a good that is a, that's good casting I'm all right with it I'd watch it so far so good for me, I went, again, I don't watch as many shows as I thought I did, but I had to think about the uh, qualities of Sue Storm that I enjoy. Uh, you know, the, the, I think her power, she's probably one of the most powerful people in the Marvel universe. Mm-hmm. Cause if you, look, if you can form invisible bubbles and you can put them in people's brains, that's pretty powerful. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. Just like that. Uh, but at the same time, like Sue storm has to make people go like, she's dating slash married to that guy. Right. So just uh, like the, the opposites attract have to be here. Mm-hmm. Like you have to be like, oh, eh, you can't, you know, it's not like a Ian Gufford where you'd be like, oh, I could see anyone liking this guy. Like, sure. You know, my Chris Perfetti. I'm like, eh, people will be like, what is it about him? And you know, only Sue storm knows. So then I was really thinking about it, like someone who was just like, this be cool. And this is completely out of left field. Uh, her name is Gabrielle Dennis. If you ever watched a black lady sketch show, she's one of the funniest, but can also do serious um, like characters on that show. I absolutely love her. I think she has a, like just a fantastic everything and attitude about her. So I'm going uh, 100% her for Sue Storm. Yeah
1: that's good uh, I have seen a couple of episodes of a black lady sketch show and uh, I think that is a darn good casting and you know she is uh she is a, a luminous person and very pretty you would definitely wonder how <laughs> she would end up with that yeah. other guy you mentioned earlier.
0: Yeah. Cause I, I mean, look, I don't use this word often and I don't mean this anyway, but yeah, she kind of a smoke show. So, uh, you'd really wonder like, what's, how's, how's Reed knowing, knowing her. And then, mm-hmm. you know, so I'm just, I'm, that's who I'm going for my Sue. And then this is one of my big names. I cast for Johnny. I want to, I want to get him in the, he he's already been in one universe got kind of a raw deal. Let's get him in a new universe. I've chose John Boyega as my Johnny Storm.
1: Ooh, damn. John Boyega would be so good.
0: Yeah, I Sorry, just... Lakeef.
1: I'm going, <laughs> I'm switching my vote.
0: <laughs> cuz he has, you know, he has a like attitude that you'd want in a Johnny Storm we know he's a fantastic actor so is the Keith Stanfield like you know but he definitely has kind of like that looks and he definitely feels like he'd be like the younger brother to uh, Sue Storm so I I just was like John Boyega
1: Mm, that's a good that is a good cast Uh, well let's move into uh, Doctor Doom I have an actor ready for Doctor Doom uh, but I would love to hear yours first it sounds like this is another one that has a backup. No. Why don't you hit us? No. Doctor, okay,
0: Well, no. So my Sue storm. You no. Know. Yeah, no, I know this is my Dr. Doom and it's not this person would completely 100% either have to do an accent or we just make Dr. Doom someone who was from Latveria, but grew up here. So lost accent has to be someone who is super attractive and vain. For you know, the 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 scarring from the mask, uh, you know, or actually technically, excuse me, the scarring from the accident trying to contact his uh, mother in hell. Because
1: Doctor mm-hmm. Doom has <laughs> a hell
0: of a story there. Um, you know, the the slight scar on his cheek, and then feeling that he's he's so vain that he then scars himself. Like that's the yeah. thing. If you're gonna yeah. have
1: one scar, why not just go all the way?
0: Go for it, right? And I was just like, who has a face that like you would like if I had this face, I would never cover it up. Even if I was in a real cold area. So I had to really think of an actor there. And I had to think of someone who has a lot of depth and um could pull it off. This is gonna sound like it's out of left field, but uh when I thought Doctor Doom, I thought him John Ham
1: yeah john ham confess fletch himself Mm -hmm. john well you Mm -hmm. know he can do it and he's got a great voice voice for it i think that's a damn good cast he has like the kind of the silhouette of a dr doom
0: exactly like he's just got like this chiseled jaw perfect hair you know like good looking dude so i'm just like i wouldn't want to cover up my face if i looked as good as that guy so who who would be more damaged by like an accident like this? A John Hamm would be. So that's why I went that way.
1: Very good casting. I think I'm uh, totally on board with that. So, you know, for when I was thinking about Doctor Doom, I thought about it for many of the same reasons that you did. It has to be someone who is attractive. It has to be somebody who that you would believe would freak out if their face got cut slightly. Mm-hmm. And uh, it has to have someone who can do an accent, and it has to have be someone who has an imposing presence. And so I thought, you know what? There is one person I know that is that fits this bill, and hasn't been necessarily had the best luck of the genre pictures that they have been cast in. Okay. And so my Doctor Doom cast is mm. Superman himself, Henry
0: Cavill. Oh, man, that's a thick dude. Mm.
1: That's right. Wearing that armor, can you imagine? You cast Henry Cavill in your movie, just like Daniel Craig. You have him unmasked for like 10 minutes, and then the rest of the time, he doesn't even have to be in that suit, and he's doing his Geralt voice the whole time. You know he could do it. He's got great voice modulation. You know he's already a nerd. He's taken everything that, you know, used to belong to to us. And he said, hey, hot guys could do it too. <laughs> and so why not take Dr. Doom as well? So Henry Cavill is uh, is my Victor Von Doom fan cast.
0: I'm for it. I'm for it.
1: Well, yeah. Let's put a, As you said earlier, I think it was off mic, but this was one of the hardest lists I ever had to put together because yeah I'm just like not up to date on who is cool right now. Uh, so I, I ended up going off of, of, of things that I have seen people I've seen in genre pictures that I have enjoyed and uh, and, and that's when that's where you have it. That's... that's how you get to that list
0: yeah i mean i really like i was like i really don't watch things i guess if i was picking youtubers i might have a better chance at picking my fantastic four at this point yeah because i was just like i don't really watch too much and you know so it was a a lot tougher than i thought yeah you know, i almost was just like should i look up other people's list and see who they cast but it's all you know like all bullshit. you know just we've seen them yeah. We've
1: seen him. People want. Speaking of Always Sunny in Philadelphia, people want. People want Glenn Howerton, aka I, Dennis in there. I don't I, know. I can't, can't see it myself.
0: I mean, I can see it, even though you know he's a you know that character is a. Ooh. But uh, I almost, I almost since we had that conversation the last time, I almost just casted everyone from It's Always Sunny in this, but I felt like I'd give it the good old college try, and it literally took uh, like a, a entrance essay to figure out. These people who I'd put in there. (laughs)
1: Yeah. There was a. Before I decided to go down the route of just like, hey, just pick people you've seen that you like, I was looking up popular actors. (laughs) (laughs) Popular actor 2022. Who's good right
0: now? Who's this uh, Robert Redford they're speaking of? Who's this young whippersnapper?
1: Yeah. Rob Lowe. Yeah. (laughs) All the Robs. I was looking up all the Robs. None of them were doing it for me. Oh, that was a
0: good idea. Shit, I should have done that.
1: Oops, all Robs. All Robs. Next time.
0: Yeah.
1: You already got Rob Mecklerney or whatever his last name is pronounced uh, in there. So, you know, that's just three more Robs to go. Four if you count. Victor Von (laughs) Doom.
0: Well, I mean, I'll put it like this, dude. I'll watch either one of these Fantastic Four movies, and I'll probably watch the one when they do actually cast yeah. it.
1: But just know out there, it's not going to be John Krasinski. He did. Yeah, uh, yeah.
0: He, he got <laughs> turned into rubber fetty.
1: <laughs> yep. Yeah. You ever want to eat string cheese ever again in your life? Too bad. <laughs> come, out, I'm going to come out with a, a packet of Fantastic Four branded blue string cheese.
0: <laughs> <All right.
1: laughs>
0: you yeah, even, well, you're like you can't watch someone get their fake face fake caved in but you're you're willing to do some blue string cheese and palm it off as mr stretch uh mr uh Stringtastic. i don't i'm not good at yep. naming things that's that's what you do so you name it but yeah mr yeah.
1: fantastic flavor <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> all right Well, I think that's going to do it for us for this week. I hope you had fun out there. We certainly did. And so without further ado, take it away, uh, uh, Forrest Grimm, a.k.a. The Rocky Road. A big thank you to Burton M6 for all the incredible music on our show. You can find a link to his Fiverr page in our show notes. You can also find links to our social media, Discord and merch store in our show notes as well. Just click that Pico link. From us here at Pop Saga to all of you out there, we want to say thank you for joining us. Your support means the world. We hope that you're feeling happy and healthy, and we'll be back next Thursday with a brand new episode. Now here's John with one last bit of sage advice before we say goodbye.
0: Uh thanks for Scrim aka the Rocky Road aka the uh Yancy Street kid. Yanker. Yanker. <laughs> <laughs> Remember folks, if you go to Panda Express, in order number 1, you might get a number 2. Thank you for tuning in uh-huh. to all my super fans. Hope you coming back again. Got a shout out to Fresca. I know you riding with me as we pull up in the Hyundai Delhi City. <laughs> you want the hype? I got you. Got to keep it locked right here on Pop Saga. Woo! Pop Saga, let's go.